Digital. Student-centered. Creative. Innovation. Imagination. Initiative. Stories that matter. I'm Jo Elliott, and this is Tales of Teaching Online, brought to you by Deakin Learning Futures. Hi everyone, um, welcome to this episode of Tales of Teaching Online. Uh, today we're joined by Professor Helen Partridge, the Pro Vice-Chancellor Teaching and Learning, to talk about student feedback and how that can inform our teaching practices. And Helen, I'm particularly interested in how student feedback shaped our responses to the COVID-19 pandemic and that quick transition to um, online teaching last year. Um, so obviously as PVC Teaching and Learning, you were very involved in that gathering of, of student feedback and looking at the impacts of that transition to teaching online on the student experience. So can you tell us a little bit about your approach to, to capturing student feedback, what was happening with the student experience and how that uh, informed what we were doing moving forward? Of course, Joe. We were, not surprisingly, really interested to understand more um, about the lived realities of our students. And Deakin, like many universities, has a number of um, avenues for students to share their experience, to, to, to be part of the conversation about how we can continuously improve offering our, our degree programs. But last year, we, because of COVID, we decided to introduce an extra special avenue, um, what we called the Pulse Survey. So this was a, an online instrument that we released early in the semester trimester to our students. It consisted of five questions. It was quite short for students to complete. And the focus of the questionnaire really was about just touching base, checking in with our students, seeing how they're going, are they okay? We were very cognizant that COVID-19 was something we've never experienced before and that we knew it would have a big impact on our students in many diverse and unknown ways. So we wanted to be there for them. So we quite quickly put together um, this online questionnaire and we literally invited every student across the university in trimester one and semester one, and then again in the following semester to, to share their experiences. Um, so what we learned from that was actually really, really um, interesting and very useful for us. Um, overwhelmingly, our students said that they were doing okay, fundamentally okay. It's not to say everything was perfect. Um, they were experiencing challenges um, in their home and work situation. Students certainly raised for us, um, their feelings around concern about their own mental health and well-being. Um, students expressed um, very different experiences of being online, so it was quite variable for each student. Not surprisingly, the students who originally wanted to be campus-based were super eager to get back on campus. Um, they really wanted to be connected with their peers um, and to, to have that physical experience of being a university student. They commented quite a bit about the importance of um, uh, having a lot of uh, interaction within their, their classes and their experiences, there was a little concern that maybe they were missing out on some of that practical hands-on learning that can happen and should happen. Um, and students did, so, however, say they appreciated the online resources and they really enjoyed the flexibility that we were introducing, particularly around assessments with open book exams and take-home assignments. Um, and quite nicely, they, they did take a moment to say that they were recognising that Deacon staff were um, taking the extra step and just trying to engage with them. So we learned a lot by just doing this extra small online questionnaire, five questions. It, the student gave us a lot of feedback that we were able to use to continuously ensure that we were doing the best we could by them. So how did that inform how we approached the rest of 2020, um, but also what we're doing now that we are allowed to get back a little bit on campus and moving forward into 2021? Yeah, definitely. So 
obviously we didn't just um, ask the students to fill in the survey and then do nothing with it. We, we really did take some time to really um, have a look and learn from what the students were telling us about their realities of last year and COVID. Um, so we certainly took the key insights that we were able to get and shared them broadly across the university, um, whether it was things like um, changing or modifying the way that um, our library was opening and delivering services or other support services across the university were providing that layer of support to students. Um, certainly our associate deans learning and teaching definitely um, had a look at the data. They worked with their academics across the schools and faculties. Um, particularly focusing in on how we could ensure that the online experience in our individual units were truly flexible, were um, engaging as much as they can, were offering that sense of connection and belonging to our students as much as we could. Um, this year, things are, are a wee bit different. Um, you know, obviously we're seeing um, a, a great opportunity to return back to the campus now. Um, the Victorian government is, is reducing its restrictions, so that's really exciting for us. Um, but what we want to do is make certain that we don't um, forget the things that we learned from last year and that we look at the things that we may have changed and, and to continually question, actually, should we just keep on changing them? Should we keep on sticking with the, the, the new ways that we're doing things? So some of the things we're looking at is reimagining our exams. Um, so last year, no surprises there, there wasn't an option to have physical, traditional on-campus exams. So we really went for alternative ways of doing that using technology. And what we were seeing is that actually it was more authentic. It was more engaging experience for our students. So we, we want to keep that. We want to continue learning from that and building on that. We also want to spend a lot more time thinking about that, um, I guess, that approach to blended or integrated learning and that online experience and that on-campus experience. You know, what's the right mix? How best can we bring those two worlds together? So take advantage of the affordance of the online and the affordance of in-person, be it on campus and community in the workplace, to provide a, um, a really seamless experience for our students. So I think last year challenged us to really, you know, question some of those sacred cows. And certainly as we were engaging and talking with our students, we were learning about well, what were they liking and not liking. It sounds like there's a real richness and depth to that feedback, even from those um, five short questions that we can um, use to really shape that student experience going forward. But obviously, that's that's still at a quite a high level. We're looking at the whole university. It was sent out to all students. And with five questions, it's, it's hard to capture what's going on in individual units. So what can individual teaching teams do to uh, start capturing that feedback and use that to, to shape what they're doing in their own teaching? Yeah, definitely. And in fact, that was the exact same questions we were reflecting on last year. I mean, the students did engage really well with that, that new Pulse survey we introduced. Each trimester or semester, we had about 10,000 students completing the instrument. So, you know, it, it was something that we were saying, students want to be heard. They want their lived experience and realities to be, to be considered as we go about improving the way we offer our learning experiences. So we actually thought, why not do a version of the Pulse survey that sits at the unit level instead? So um, throughout semester three, over the summer period, we actually decided to design a Pulse survey for the unit level. And we've been working with about a dozen or so academics to pilot that. And just to see um, whether that does provide um, an, another avenue by which students and academics can learn from each other, work together to get that feedback and to continuously improve the experiences of our, of our units. Um, one of the things that I guess in doing that, we were taking it from the point of view of it being about um, 
creating a partnership and a relationship between our students and our academics. You know, a lot of the literature out there really highlights the importance of the relationship between the student and academic to help students develop that sense of belonging and to help them to be successful at the university. So the Pulse survey at the unit level for us was certainly another mechanism by which we could um, encourage that partnership, that relationship, that open dialogue between students and academics to take place. Um, the other thing we're very cognizant of is that like all other universities, we offer a student survey at the end of the study period, so at the end of trimester or the end of semester, which is great, it's wonderful, it helps us reflect back as to, well, how did that study period go? Um, but really, that only helps the students who then take that unit in the following study period. So there's a bit of a gap there. And so we wanted the unit level pulse instrument that we're piloting to help fill that gap. Um, so it's another way, it's, it's, we ask the students to fill it in about week four or five of the study period. So relatively enough in the study period that they can say, yeah, I've got a sense of this unit and how I'm going. Um, but early enough that by asking the students, how are you going, we can pick up areas that we can go, actually, we can change that or we can improve that for you. And so that we're intentionally working with the student's partner to help them in situ of that, that study period. Um, I was actually one of the academics who trialled the, the Pulse survey within my units in T3. And although we already have lots of um, prompts within the discussions um, for students to share, share their feedback, and I have to say, postgrad units, students who are all professionals already working in the field, they tend not to be too shy about coming forward with their feedback. But I really liked that prompt for us to make sure that we had that anonymous way for students to put their, their feedback forward in case they didn't want to call out something within the discussions, put their name to it. They had that opportunity, but also, as you said, early enough for us to be able to actually act on it and take it into account, make some tweaks for the rest of the, their experience of the unit. Yeah, thanks, Joe, for participating in the pilot. You make the comment about anonymous, and, we, and it is um, a, a vehicle by which it's a safe environment for students to raise um, comments or questions. And it's not to suggest that the student might think they're going to get in trouble, or in some cases, it's a case of the student goes, I don't want to offend the lecturer, because I, I, it's not that I'm unhappy, I'm just a little bit concerned about something. Um, as I said, the Pulse really is just one of several vehicles that um, students and academics can use to, to have that sort of open dialogue with each other. So what are some of the other ways that we can involve um, students, student feedback, the student voice going forward? Um, I know that there's been a lot of work done in the, the students as partners space. Um, is that something that um, you'd suggest we use for um, getting more student feedback into, into our curriculum design? Definitely. Um, and last year, Deacon had the wonderful um, honour of being able to host the Students as Partners Roundtable, which was um, a, a really um, exciting group of people who came together to engage and think about this. Um, so certainly from one perspective, actually one conversation I've been having with a few different people across the university is not just so much about the student feedback, which, which um, what we wanted to have is a more authentic Sort of relationship with students in the way we go about crafting and, and delivering our learning experiences across our units and our courses. And, and one area we've been talking a bit about is the, um, I guess, the key st stakeholders who need to be involved in that curriculum um, development design process. And one area we've probably landed is recognising that um, here at Deakin, we really want to ensure that there are three key 
um, perspectives, stakeholders who have have a uh, have a say, have have an opinion, have a have a way of, of helping to shape that curriculum. The first, obviously, is definitely the academic. You know, they are the expert in their discipline or in their academic field, so they certainly are pivotal to helping shape the design and delivery of the curriculum. The second stakeholder is very much the learning designer. You know, they are the expert in pedagogy or learning theory and design, and they can work in partnership with the academic to ensure that the curriculum is developed in a way that, that does support authentic, engaging learning and so on. And then the third one for us is the key stakeholder is the student. So they are very much the expert in their own lived reality and experiences of being a learner. And so I think really, um, unless you have all three involved in that conversation, involved in the curriculum design, you know, art and science of it all, I, I don't think we're going to get the quality that we really want to have and need to have on behalf of our students and the industries and other communities that we support. So obviously, given what you've just said, that's probably something we're going to be looking at as a university going forward, and we're going to be um, trying to build up some structures and processes for that. But for individual teaching staff and teaching teams who want to get started, do you have any suggestions of how to begin with that and how to start partnering with students? I know it's easier than said than done, <laughs> and I put you on the spot here. But, no, you know what? I think sometimes people think it has to be really big and complex and that, oh, I can't do this students as partners. I have to be an expert in it. And that's not true. I mean, the reality is it's just being willing to open and talk to your students and actually have a conversation and recognise that they um, they do have diverse experiences and expertise and that they, they're not a blank slate when they come to us and that they, they really do have some insights that might be able to help inform and help us ensure that we are providing a truly engaging quality learning experience so literally just hello how are you ask a question at the end of the the, the, the class that you've run that week um, be it online or in camp on campus about you know um, how, how do things go what's not working what's working for you what did you learn this time around so by simply being willing to um, engage in a discourse uh, I, I just think you'll find a lot more and you'll be able to continuously improve what we're doing great well, thank you so much, Helen, for joining us today to talk about both what we discovered last year about the student experience, but also how that's shaping what we're doing moving forward, and also some hints at what might be coming up for us in 2021. Thanks, Joe. It's been my pleasure.